Hey everybody, it's Charles Marks, and this is my podcast. It is June 21st, and this is from my car. And I'm thinking very much about making uh, the podcasts from my car, as I'm a traveling road salesman. And some of the discussions I have, and ideas that get hatched, and news that I learn it usually almost always happens in the car so might be corny but road people will get it um, wanted to talk a little bit about the brand ambassador program and essentially this is going to touch on vendors this is going to touch <clears throat> on reps and it's also going to touch on the jeweler um, the benefit for the jeweler is they get to discover and find new and compelling uh, vendors, usually people who have a presence in the JHJ community, actually almost exclusively. Um, from a vendor, a rep, from a rep that they already have a relationship with, that they already are spending time with, that is already welcome and allowed and embraced in their store, uh, as opposed to having to tolerate or get put up with, you know, cold call people trying to jam some product down their throat. Um, they get to find about it in a, in a relaxed atmosphere on their terms with people they trust. Um, it's smart use of time for the jeweler and it is a good way for a potential new vendor that is looking for a conversion and what I mean by conversion is, let's say you're buying silicone bands from, name a company, any company that sells them, and you get to find out about Lindsay Cooper at Paventine. And her styles are $3 a piece, any size, any design. Um, you know, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But this is a way for you to find out about it. And this is a brand that's emerging for example um, it is also a brand that other jewelers have had success with so we're not reinventing the wheel we're not taking a, a big risk you know we're, we're we're sharing information with the jeweler that could benefit them potentially so the conversion piece is not to necessarily have a jeweler take on that something new to them it's about giving them an opportunity to improve um, their position on that particular category or item so stop buying it from wherever they order it from and give this new entrepreneur brand an opportunity um, and reward her hard work and respect that she's garnered in the JHJ community. That'd be one example. Um, it's obvious for the vendor, the vendor gets a, a, a straight line to the jeweler um, in, a, in a very favorable way and favorable lighting. Um, the vendor is gonna pay a small residual commission, nothing at all uh, like what a full commission sales rep would earn 
because it's not the same level of service. Um, the rep gets an opportunity to earn additional residual income um, through having some vetted opportunities to present to their customers. So in theory, this can all be a win-win-win. Um, we're rolling it out right now. I've been beta testing this pretty tough in my territory and so far so good. Um, it'll evolve, we'll learn, um, we'll refine it, but if in the big picture, if we have um, 20, 30, 40 reps engaged in this and we have a dozen or two dozen different vendors, uh, none of which necessarily compete with each other, then, you know, this could be pretty compelling. So that is where I'm going to put a pin in it. And I think that's going to be the podcast for today. I really appreciate your support and um, listening to this. I know sometimes it's a kind of a hot mess, but um, I'm just going to be stubborn and stick with it until I get it figured out. Thank you. Hey everybody, this is Charles Marks uh, doing a podcast recording from inside my car. And I wanted to share with you what went on this week, the big exciting thing. I uh, had a private client out of Florida and he wanted me to build a uh, wedding set for him and I did. And it was great and it turned out awesome and I was able to get like a full-blown retail margin on it and it was beautiful so the problem that I ran into was getting it to him Um, I didn't want I didn't want to have any risk of anything going wrong Um, you know shipping it to him directly and him not being home and the letter carrier leaving it at the doorstep or, you know, I mean, he's flying out of the country Sunday to get married and congratulations to him if he winds up hearing this and this needed to be hand carried. So my journey was I had to find a jeweler in that area. I'm in St. Louis, you know, so that I could ship it to where he would have a secure place to pick the piece up, look at it, approve it. If there was an issue or a problem, it could be dealt with, you know, all that. Well, I quickly realized that that's a pretty big ask of another store, of another jeweler. You know, I I had to realize uh, that they're paying overhead they're paying marketing they're spending marketing money to market to their area and here I am I've got a private client that's in their market that I'm doing a piece for and I'm asking them to do the last mile uh, delivery and it it isn't fair in any way shape or form Um, anything could go wrong Uh, customer doesn't like a piece anything at all and it it could negatively impact their brand so 
kind of realized that while there were several jewelers that were happy and willing and cheerfully um, volunteered and offered to assist me on this, um, I just didn't think it was fair. So I wound up, given the geography of it, um, I reached out to Steve Hartz, and it worked out perfectly. Uh, Steve's office was very close to where my private client was going to be. Uh, Steve was an absolute hero for me. He uh, received the package securely, obviously. SHR refining, he probably receives, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of gold scrap or a million dollars a month, depending on how brisk things are. So, you know, Steve delivered it. It was awesome. It was great. The customer was happy. Um, I didn't have stress. I didn't have to worry about it at all. I knew that as soon as that label went on the on the package and it went out the door and the tracking code confirmed it was delivered to, to Steve's uh, address, I, I slept like a baby. So as a result of that, um, I reached out to Melissa Denny and Melissa Denny has been working on a project that will provide a solution to the industry for this and you see it from time to time all these posts on JHJ where people ship stuff you know as our businesses mature and continue to evolve and we pick up clients from Instagram and Facebook and eBay and Etsy and all these other channels um, we're going to need a real solution for this, for the industry. So it'll protect the seller from getting ripped off and scammed. Uh, and that's really it. It'll protect us. So, you know, she, uh, she was kind enough to, to talk with me about it and let me brainstorm a little bit with her, some ideas and things that I learned and, experiences she's had and she's learned and um, pretty excited about what those opportunities look like and when that when that solution and that tool gets developed and um, so the big things here this week were um, we we don't have to stick to the borders of our you know 15 mile radius of our door we can sell to anywhere. We have a network. We have friends. We have family. And if we get referrals from out, out of state, um, we, can, we can do that. You know, the other thing I want to mention, I was able to get a full-blown, straight-up, uh, full-on retail uh, price for this piece. Um, he was getting a concierge level of service. He never had to step foot in a jewelry store. And as long as it was within a reasonable retail range, it was fine. It didn't get chopped to death. He got his value in time. I was able to give him his time back. So <clears throat> instead of trying to fight and beat out the other 
dogs and the the customers that are going to shop everybody in town against each other and Blue Nile and James Allen and all these big places that are just down and dirty on the dime we have that service we can give them you know so I think if we can develop that customer base one at a time um, it's a clear path of success for us thanks again to Steve thanks again to Melissa Denny um, for even putting the idea in my head that that was possible and then um, thanks again for TJ and that's who I got the uh, stone from so that's it thank you bye hello everybody this is Charles Marks and I'm doing another podcast episode from inside my car I am driving through the wonderful flat state of Illinois and I don't know if anybody cares to know or or doesn't know but this is a shotgun state hunting with uh, high power rifles is not good because the place is flat so anyway there's my Cliff Clavin moment for you um, what I wanted to talk about today was vendors um, with regard to being in uh, the JHJ group. And there's a couple of vendors that I want to really spotlight um, a little bit here as examples of who to be and, or how to be and kind of what's cool and what's not cool. And right off the bat, um, vendors, this this group is not not for you okay this group is for the jewelers Um, the only reason you got through the door is because Aaliyah believed that you were going to be helpful to the community of jewelers period Um, that means you're going to educate jewelers um, you're going to be helpful to jewelers you're going to be assistant to jewelers and that is your giver's gain opportunity. Yeah. So, right off the bat, I want to talk about Danny Farah, ANA Tool and Supply, and Gabriel Sup. Um, you know, these guys have really modeled a clear path for other vendors to follow. You never see Gabriel Sepp or Danny Farah go at... I mean, they they basically have very similar spheres of service they provide, okay? Not everything's a thousand percent, but they're, they're very similar, okay? If somebody's working with Danny, Gabriel lays off of it, and he respects that, and vice versa. And Gabriel and Danny have a nice working relationship and it is a uh, beautiful thing to see it is inspiring and it is a model for us to follow Um, you know if if a another vendor does something similar to you and you're a vendor and you're lucky enough to be in the group and you take an adversarial posture or approach to that vendor you are making a mistake 
Um, you're putting yourself on thin ice with the group, and I guarantee you it's noticed. So the other uh, team, I guess I would like to speak to, Peter Spector, Gibe, uh, Gibe, Gibe. I don't know. Peter Spector is who I know. Um, and Steve Hartz. They're both refiners. I personally know people that Peter Spector has helped um, in ways that I can't even divulge at this level. Um, great guy. Huge asset. I'm so glad he's part of our community. Um, Steve Hartz. Um, you know, again, super helpful dude. Um, would give his shirt off the bat, his back to anybody, you know, and I think there's, there's a, there's a, there's another layer to this that I really wanted to kind of address or speak to is, you know, we've all been quote unquote burned or screwed by a refiner somewhere, somehow, uh, in our career. I've never had anybody tell me that they've been mistreated um, in any way, shape, or form by either of these guys. I mean, there's a very, very thin slice of a margin with any of these refiners. And I think shopping these refiners against each other is kind of ridiculous. They got to run a business. You know, the money's there. And the service, the trust, you know, I think the service is the difference. Um, Peter Spector and Steve Hartz have made a conscious decision to be solid community supporters. And I really think that that, that is a factor that needs to be considered when we're looking at who we're going to refine with. So if you're selling your goods to a hard scrap buyer not a refiner, then that's, that's different. If you are sending stuff to a refiner, I would highly encourage you to support the group, uh, support the community and give either of these guys a chance, uh, to earn your business. Um, I don't think either of them will let you down. I didn't intend on this to turn into a infomercial for these two and, I'll try to stay away from that and be conscious of that moving forward, but I I really think it needs to be said, you know. Um, There are guys, and there are guys in this community, so give them a shot. Thank you.